Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lawmaster Program. The AVB's predictions regarding the coming of the Lord God are fulfilled in the man, Tommy L. Hart. This is big, big news. The Bible's Lord God has come as predicted. But not only has the Lord God come, he has also come forward and revealed himself. He has told the people his name in compliance with Psalm 94, 1 and John 7, 4. Having performed the works that the Bible ascribes to God, the man Tommy L. Hart fills the bill for God. It is reported by those who know him best. He has done all things well. Let's hear from the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. Hear, O our God. That is the word that the fathers have said to the Son the one that would be born, the Son of God. In this episode, I will speak on the Son of God. You know, I don't think I can speak too much on this topic. It's a very important topic. It's a topic that most people are ill-informed of the Son of God. Who is he? Plato predicted saying the Lord God will come. That Lord God is a reference to the Son of God. The Son of God has come. The Bible says, King James Version, the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding that we may know him that is true. The him that is true is the Son of God, a real individual, as predicted. He has come as Plato, the Father, predicted. And you know that Plato has said in the scriptures that the son, that he will be his son, Plato's son. And Plato says he will be his father. He also said he will be that son's God. All right? The son of God. Now back to that passage that says, the Son of God has come and given us an understanding. That was written aforehand, or before the time, before time, you know. It was written many, many years before the actual coming of the Son of God. So the statement in 
Isaiah that says the Lord God will come, first of all, it is a promise and it is a prediction, a promise and prediction. The Son of God has come and given us an understanding. That first part of that statement, the Son of God has come. The Son of God has come, just as the promise and the prediction says. Another statement in Hebrew says about the Son of God, he that shall come will come. That's another prediction, another promise. Okay. Now, back to uh, way back to the beginning of the Bible in the book of Genesis, it says, God will visit, God will surely visit you. Who is it talking to? Well, I take it, it's ta- I know it's talking to me. God, the Father, has visited me. Now, how is that so? God the Father has visited his son by means of the King James Bible. Did you get that? God the Father has visited the son by means of the King James Bible. All right? So, the son has been predicted. He has been promised to come. That old prediction and promise is fulfilled in the Son, in the coming of the Son, and in the coming of the man, Tommy L. Hart. Now, flashback. The passage in First John says, the Son of God is come and has given us an understanding that we may know him that is true. So, what is the duty of the son with respect to that statement? It is incumbent upon the son to inform the people that he has indeed come. That's the duty of the Lord God, the son of God, who is also in the King James Bible, referred to as no man, the moniker. Remember that? No man. That's a nickname given in the King James Bible with regard to and reference to the Son of God. Okay. Now, in the Bible, the Son of God is called, we know he's called the Son of God. He's also called Lord. He's called Lord God, he's called no man, all right? And there may be one or two others, other things that he's called, but those are the main ones. Lord, Lord God, no man. He's also called master a few times in the King James Bible. Okay? So the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding. I am continuing to give an understanding of the Son 
of God and also of the Father, the Father and the Son. Right? Now, this statement, Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 47 says, it is your life. Another statement made to the Son of God, the promised one, the the predicted one, the one who has come. That scripture says, it is your life. What is the it that is the life of the Son of God? Here is what it is. The it refers to Plato's apocalyptic, definitive, and minute biography of the Son of God. Get this. The Son of God's biography was written hundreds of years. I don't know how many years, but I know it's been many years. Many, many years before his coming. I will say that again. The biography of the Son of God was written hundreds of years before the arrival of the Son of God. And who is the Son of God's biographer? It is none other than the great icon Plato. Plato. Imagine this. A person's biography written many, many years before the person comes, and everything written in that biography, the Son of God has performed. The biography is precise, it is exact, it is revealing. It is a definitive biography, a minute biography, and it is also apocalyptic, revealing. It reveals so much. So that when one reads the King James Bible, he will read some things that have to do with the Son of God. Because these things written of the Son of God are scattered throughout the King James Bible. They're scattered throughout the book. Right? And you'll see that in uh, the things that I will present in this episode. And and so this is not my first time speaking on the Son of God. But uh, So don't forget the other, the other things, the other episodes, okay? that have to do with the Father and the Son. So, it is your life. I have found my life in the King James Bible. Yes, the Son of God found his life in the King James Bible. He realized by having done things that the Bible says uh, 
that the Bible has already said he would do certain things. It is your life. I found my life in the King James Bible. I found my I found my biography in the King James Bible. Now this is real talk. This is not this is not just saying some words that are not true. These things are true. As the first John statement says, that we may know him that is true, real, actual, fitting the biography, fitting the things written in the biography perfectly, perfectly, without any force at all, without changing anything at all, the Bible has said the Son of God will do this, he will do that, he will do that. That's how you know him. That's how the people were to know the Son of God when he comes because the Bible tells you, it gives you, it tells you his life. It tells you minutely what that individual will do when he comes. One cannot miss it. One that is informed cannot miss it. Of course, the uninformed and ill-informed miss everything. They get nothing when they read the Bible. They get absolutely nothing. Not knowing that the things that are in there are for his or her good. Okay? Not knowing the seriousness of the content of the King James Bible. I know all of this is a foreword uh, by me. Okay, I'm I'm giving it. Okay, uh, yeah. I know for a fact, in truth, that black people have not been taught how to recognize the Son of God when he comes, which brings a statement to mind. The statement is in the book of Isaiah. It says, it speaks to this. I can't quote it, but it speaks to this, that a virgin, a virgin, a young lady, okay, will have a son. His name will be called Emmanuel, okay? Now, you know how the church teaches that that that's Jesus. Of course it is not. Okay? But it goes on to say in Isaiah, that passage, that the Lord himself will give you a sign. What? Give you a sign of his coming, the coming of the Lord. Okay? The Lord himself will give you a sign. Now, this is the important part of that. The Lord would not give the sign the sign until he comes. He would first have to come, talking about the Son of God. He would first have to come, and then he gives the people the sign of his coming. It is taught in the black church like he's already come. 
because the black church thinks that it's talking about Jesus. The black people have been ill-informed, misinformed, mistaught in everything having to do with Bible content, just to state the truth, okay? A mistaught people so that my people, the Israelites, a black people, don't know the signs of the coming of the Son of God. They've been misled. They've been given a false message whereby that message would cause them to not receive the message of the true Son of God when he does come. I've told people this. If the Lord God walked up to you right now, what what you would see is a man. You see a black man. You would see an Israelite. And those who argue with me face to face, I tell them, you would argue with the Lord God if he walked up here right now and started, you know, telling you some things. You would argue with him. You would not accept the things he says because your enemies have given you a false message. And you, as a black people, a black person, remain faithful to that lying message that your enemy has given you or that the enemy has given them. But that's not the focus of this episode. The focus of this episode is to talk about the sun, and that's what I'm going to do now. So let's begin. But, you know, surely uh, with anything, there are certain basic things, fundamentals, that you must be informed of, that you must be uh, have knowledge of. You must have knowledge of, okay? The sun. Now, this is a big deal. This is a great big deal. The fulfillment of the promise and prediction which says the Lord God will come. That's huge. I cannot think of anything bigger. I can't. Nothing bigger. All right? So we're talking about the life of the Son of God. That life is portrayed, that life is presented in an apocalyptic definitive and minute biography given by the Father who we have learned and found out to be uh, the, the great icon Plato. All right? So this is how it goes with Plato and the Son, the Father and the Son. I first discovered Plato in the King James Bible. And then I went on to discover the Father and the Son. Those are great discoveries. Those are great discoveries. It's a pitiful thing, but I'm gonna stick to the uh, stick with the biography. I'm not gonna go there. Okay, 
It is your life, Tommy L. Hart. His life is in the Bible. When you read the King James Bible, you read, if you read, you know, if you read quite a bit, quite a bit I'm not talking about just read a, a, a one passage or something like that, but if you read diligently the King James Bible, you will read things regarding the Son of God. You will read things regarding this black man, Tommy L. Hart. But let me ask the question before I go any further. Why have a Bible in your house or in your hand and you don't know anything that's in it? You can't speak three minutes on any particular subject matter in the King James Bible. You cannot speak three minutes on it. The only thing that the average black person knows or thinks he knows and it's not true, Jesus died for his sin. No, Jesus did not die for your sin, okay? No matter how many times you see it in the Bible. In Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the character of Jesus was put to death for his own sins, okay? But that's not the focus of this this episode. You know, it's so many things that throw you off track, isn't it, and, and cause you to get off focus. But let's get back on focus then. Okay, the Son of God has found his life, that life he found in the King James Bible, uh, it's a biography of his life. Uh, the biographer is the father, Plato. And let me read this. It is your life. That's Deuteronomy 32, verse 47. That statement is to the man, Tommy L. Hart, and the biography shows clearly that it, the things written in the biography, is the life of the said man, Tommy L. Hart. Which who, uh, who the Bible calls a son. The Bible says he is the son of God. The crucial question, James 4, verse 14, what is your life? That's a question that's in the Bible. Okay, first it says it is your life. Then it says it asks the question, what is your life? The question is to the son of God. Then in Jeremiah 4, verse 3, it says, Seek thy life. Seek thy life. It is your life. It says, Seek your life. Seek thy life. And then it asks the question, What is your life? The apocalyptic biography answers that crucial question. And the same biography displays the life spoken of in the Deuteronomy 32, verse 47 declaration. The Son of God was commanded these things. One, to hear. I read that when I first came on. I said, uh, it says, hear, O our God. He's commanded to hear. Two, he's commanded to seek his life. Three, he's commanded to search the scriptures in seeking his life. Luke 15, verse 5 is true. He has found it. Isn't that something? He, he the Son of God, has found his life, and he is informing the people of this precious thing, his biography. Plato says in Matthew chapter 16, verse 25, Whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. The Son of God, Tommy L. Hart, found the account of his life 
in the King James Bible. Isn't that something? He found the the account of his life in the King James Bible. He found a true-to-life account of himself, as he was was commanded to do by Plato when Plato said, Seek thy life. Mr. Hart's life and works prove the biography. They prove the biography. The biography of the Son of God is the biography of the man, Tommy L. Hart. I've already answered this, but let me just keep on reading. Who is the author of the biography? Which is exposed and displayed. Answer. The author of the apocalyptic biography of the Lord God, the Son of God, is Plato. The Son of God only found and put on display what Plato had already given. The Son, during his lifetime, fulfilled that which is written in John 16, verse 14. He, the Son, shall receive of mine and shall show it to you. That's exactly what I've been doing for some time, and that's what I'm continuing to do here. The thing is true. Plato is the definitive biographer of the man, the Son of God, Tommy L. Hart. These things are true, people. They're not made up at all. Okay, now, 1 John 5, verse 9 says this. This is the witness of God, which he has testified of his son. Important statements here. All of them, all of them are important. This is the witness of God, which he has testified of his son. What are we talking about when it says this is the witness? We're talking about the things in the biography. The things in the biography. When compared to the life and doings of the man Tommy L. Hart, the man Tommy L. Hart is found to be the son of God. The witness of God is greater than that of men. And in these statements, you're hearing what God has said as concerns the son. The father said to the son, Luke 16, verse 25, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things. The biography shines the light on some of those good things the son of God received. In the biography, the Son of God, and I said this earlier, is also called no man, God, Lord God, and Lord, and also Master. All right? Now we get to the witness, the witness of God. The statement said, this is the witness of God which he has testified of his Son. We're getting to that now. The Son was informed that God, Lord Plato, would visit him. Now, it is important 
that you know what has come before this episode. Okay? Because each episode each episode builds on the other when we are talking about the scriptures. When we are talking about the son, the father, and all, each one builds on the other. As I said, this is not my first teaching on the Son of God, right? So it, 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 it's, good, it's good for you to know what has come before, right? Before this episode, pre-life, the biography of the man, Tommy L. Hart, the Son of God, begins before his life, before he was born. The son was informed that God, Lord Plato, would visit him. That's in Genesis 50, verses 24 and 25. Uh, God the Father will surely visit you, the son. God the Father will surely visit you, the son. These things come from Genesis 50, verses 24 and 25. God will surely visit you. God, meaning the Lord, Plato claims that is he himself. He says he is the Lord. That is his name. He is, Plato says in the King James Bible, he is God. He is the God. Okay? Then the Bible says the Lord, he is the God. The Lord, he is the God. Now, those two laws are written in all caps. That's a reference to Plato. Plato, the King James Bible's Lord, God, all right? Plato is the chief speaker. He's found to be the chief speaker in the King James Bible. Now, what may sound easier to your ears is this right here. The Lord is found to be the chief speaker in the King James Bible. But in that same Bible, the Lord asks who he is. He asks the reader to identify him because Lord is a title, but he asks repeatedly throughout the King James Bible, who is he? One question specifically says, who is the Lord? You talk about the Lord, who is he? The book talks about the Lord, but who is he, asks Plato. He says, who am I? He says in another place, who do men say that I am? And then he asks the son himself, saying, uh, he asked the son, who do you say that I am? And the son says that the Lord God in the King James Bible is found to be the great icon, Plato. Okay? Now, Plato says, and we're talking about the biography, which begins pre-life of the Son of God, before life of the Son of God. Isaiah 40, 10 the Lord God will come, talking about the Son of God. Hebrews 10:37, he that shall come will come, talking about the Son of God. Psalm 50, verse 3, our God shall come and shall not keep silence. Still talking about, in, in the phrase, our God, the Son of God. And Psalm 72, verse 15, and Matthew 13, verse 58, and he shall live. The Lord God will come. The Son of God will come, and he shall live. And the Bible goes on to say in Matthew 13, verse 58, and he did. He did what? He did live. 
It says he shall come and he shall live. And the Bible acknowledges sin. And he did. He did come and he did live. And he did other things during his lifetime. No, those were statements having to do with the pre-life of the Son of God that are in the uh, in the biography of the Son of God. Now we get to lifetime accomplishments of the Son of God, what he actually did during his lifetime. First John five fourteen says, and this is the confidence that we have in him, the Son, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. The confidence is in this, and this is the confidence he hears us. They predicted, the gods, Plato, the gods predicted that the Son would hear them and that he would respond appropriately. And he has. That's the thing about it. And he has. They had the confidence in the Son of God, and the Son of God did not let them down. All right? Now, John 19, verse 36, these things were done. They were to be done by the Son of God. They were done by the man, Tommy L. Hart. And we have witness of that. Okay, we have, we have evidence of that. The things that I've done are in Lawmaster Archives, all right? What I want to show you are, are the things that Plato said the Son of God would do when he comes. He will do when he comes. This is the word. This is Second Kings 19, verse 21. This is the word that the Lord has spoken concerning him. Who's the him? Concerning the Son of God. This is the word that Plato has spoken concerning his son. Okay? That's what it breaks down to. All right? Now, all these things were done by the man, Tommy L. Hart. Plato says in these things, he gives you a good picture of the Son of God when he comes. John 4, verse 25. These are the signs, okay? Remember the statement in Isaiah? It says, the Lord himself shall, will give you a sign. Well, I'm giving you more than one sign. I'm giving you many signs of the presence of the Son of God in the man, Tommy L. Hart. Listen, here we go. These things were done. They were done. They were to be done by the Son of God. They were done by the man, Tommy L. Hart. One, John 4, 25, when he is come, he will tell the people all things. I've done that. On this program, I have laid out, I have spoken many times on all things, the subject, all things. Two, Second Timothy 2, 7, the Lord give thee understanding in all things. Remember, these things are written about the Son of God many, year, many years before the Son of God actually came, okay? And the man, Tommy L. Hart, has done all these things. Uh, three, Proverbs one twenty four, and no man regarded. What did no man regard? Mr. Hart, the Son of God, regarded the word of the Lord. That's evident in what I'm teaching even now. 
that I've regarded the word of the Lord. Plato. Okay, now, next one. John 7, verse 13. No man spake openly of him. Who have I, even in this episode, spoken openly of? I have spoken openly of the great icon, Plato. All right. John 14, verse 26. He shall teach you all things. Again, I've taught on all things. I can't say many times. Okay? Many times. Uh, next, John 10, verse 32. Many good works have I showed you from the Father. I'm showing you them now. I'm showing you many good works. Uh, well, in this one, it says uh, of the Father, good works from the Father, okay? Well, I've done that. I've done that. And probably we'll do more of it. You know, showing you works of the Father, like the Apology, Plato's Apology, Plato's Republic, Plato's Laws, Plato's Crito, huh? Plato's Seventh Letter, okay, and many others. Yes, many good works have I showed you that have come from the Father. Even the works of the, in the King James Bible which have come from the Father, Plato, the great icon. Psalm 40, verse 2, he, the son, brought me up. I'm talking about Plato now, right? Okay. Plato says, he, the son, brought me up. I have brought up Plato. Okay. In my, in my speech, I have brought up Plato. To you, I have brought up Plato. Genesis 37, verse 15, and a certain ma- <clears throat> And a certain man found him. <laughs> Plato has said in the King James Bible, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. He says, Seek me. Seek the Lord. Many times. I, I sought the Lord. Okay, and this statement says, A certain man found him. I sought the Lord from the King James Bible, and I found him. I found the great icon, Plato. Isn't that something? The I, I mean, the certain man in this statement is the son of God. The certain man is found to be the man, Tommy O'Hart. And a certain man found him, Plato. Found Plato is the him. The certain man is the son of, the son of God who is found to be the man, Tommy O'Hart. Remember the, the remember the commandment that says, "Seek ye the Lord." In Isaiah, "Seek ye the Lord, while he may be found." The man Tommy Hart found him. Next, Second Timothy one verse seventeen, he the son sought me out very diligently and found me. That's what I've done. I've done these things that Plato has written in the biography of the Son of God many, many years ago. I've done the very things he said. First Corinthians 4, verse 5, the Lord will bring to light the hidden things. Isn't that what I do? Tell the truth, please. Isn't that what I do? I've, I've been bringing to light hidden things. 
whether they be in the King James Bible or whether they be with regard to Plato's dialogues, huh? And the uh, revelation of the fact that Plato's dialogues uh, have a close, strong, and visible relationship uh, with uh, King James Bible content. That was a hidden thing. That was a thing that was not known. The man, Tommy L. Hart, the son of God, made it known. Micah 7, verse 7, my God will hear me. Well, I have heard him. I've heard Plato from the King James Bible. I've heard Plato from his dialogues. These things are real. My God, talking about the son, the father is saying, my, my son, who will be the God, will hear me. Well, it's evident that I've heard him. I'm talking about him right now. <laughs> First Corinthians 2, verse 11. No man knows the things of God. Now, the actual statement says the things of God know no man. Okay? But I was supposed to turn that statement around so it could make sense. No man, the Son of God, knows the things belonging to God. Okay. <clears throat> like Plato's dialogues, like I said. Like uh, much of what is in the King James Bible. Things uh, things belonging to God. Okay. Daniel two verse twenty eight, there is a God that reveals secrets on earth. The actual statement says there's a God that reveals secrets in heaven. No. The God, that and Plato knew this, that God would be on the earth revealing secrets, okay? And that's what I'm doing. That's what the Son of God is doing. All of these statements are about the Son of God, and all of these statements have been fulfilled by the man, Tommy L. Hart. The King James Bible calls the man, Tommy L. Hart, God because that's who they are to be fulfilled by, and uh, the Son of God. These things are so real, just like the Son of God is real. He's talking to you now. A real individual, during his lifetime, right now, he is talking to you, the people. John 14, verse 6, no man cometh to the Father. I have, I have attained to the Father. I found the Father. I came to him. Intellectually, I found the Father. Who is the Father? The Father is Plato. I found him. I came to the Father. Okay? I attained, attained to the Father. Daniel 2.22, he the Son revealeth the deep and secret things. Isn't that what my ministry is about? Revealing the deep and secret things in the Bible, all the way to Plato's dialogues. And I, ha I have another very important finding that I will present to you a little later. A very important finding, a big sign, a major sign, okay, that I'll present later. Yes, 
the son reveals the deep and secret things found in the King James Bible, as well as uh, things having to do with Plato's dialogues and 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 the great icon Plato himself. Luke twenty three verse forty seven. He, the Son, glorified Plato. Yes, Plato, the God of the King James Bible, the chief speaker in the King James Bible, the one that says, I am God, the one who says, I am the Lord, all caps, that is my name. I've got to wrap this up. John 5, verse 46. He, the son, wrote of me. Plato simply said, he wrote of me. I've written of Plato. I'm reading now things that I've written. And I'm reading about Plato. These things are so real. They are so true. Plato's predictions written many, many years ago, are now fulfilled in the man, Tommy L. Hart, who the Bible calls the son of God. The man, Tommy L. Hart, the son of God, is not the son of the living God. Plato is dead. Okay? Now, while I am living, the Bible speaks about the living God. It says he is the living God. Yes, the Son of God right now is the living God. But he will not live forever. One day he's going to go on, okay? Go on, okay? He will not live forever, okay? He is a man, just like any other man, just like any other human being, is a person. He's a person, okay? So, these things are important. The Son of God, the Scripture says, is come. The Son of God is come and has given us an understanding that we may know him that is true. Know him, the Son of God, the living God at this time. It's so true, so real, that a person, a person, we have knowledge now of a person who did the things Plato said, predicted and promised that the Son of God would do, will do when he comes. The man, Tommy L. Hart, has performed those things. The man, Tommy L. Hart, is found to be the Son of God, according to the King James Bible. That's undeniable. I've done the things the Bible says the Son of God will do. I've done the things the Bible says the Lord God will do when he comes. Undeniable. Irrefutable. So, with that, do follow me on Twitter. Always make Lawmaster Archives your dwelling place. Do go to Amazon.com. Order from Tommy L. Hart's book list. Order from that book list. Give presents. Buy, buy books for presents from my book list. Join me next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.